I tell people this all the time. Was I really your first B? I gave you a C. Oh, did you? I'll have to look back at my transcript. But you didn't fail me. And here I am. Hey there, friends. Hey, Shell Winkley with you on this first of what we think will be many special versions of the little thing we like to call the pin pod. From time to time, we're going to throw some longer form conversations into your feed so that you have something to listen to, maybe on a long drive while you're mowing the lawn or just doing maybe tasks around the house. And today we're going to talk about the things that got us to this point in life, in our career, but more importantly, what turned us into the lovable little weather nerds that you know. Well, at least me. I don't know about Max. Either way, without further ado, here's the podcast. We had a severe weather day, spring. Max drives in for an interview, has to drive back and go do the morning show, I believe, the next day or something like that. Yeah. And we're doing our thing, you know, we're tweeting, we're Facebooking, we're covering the severe weather. I think we had some large hail, a couple tornado concerns. (laughs) So all of a sudden the interview had to stop. Yeah. Yeah. And so, honestly, that's the best way to have an interview, right? Like just throw somebody in and see if they're going to help or not. Yeah. (laughs) And see how they do. Birth by fire at that point. So one of our former anchors comes in to take a picture of the, the weather center. Uh, just to send a tweet to say like, hey, the KBTX weather team is hard at work, hard at work. And there's Max <laughs> sitting in the weather center on this interview. Picture gets tweeted out. Still in my shirt and tie from what <laughs> I wore doing the morning show in Midland that morning. I don't know that anybody at your then place of appointment saw. No, I don't think so. I think it was fine. <laughs> there wasn't that much overlap between West Texas and Bryan College Station, fortunately. Oh. It's good, but, thing. good thing you got the job. Yeah, Otherwise, that was that um, terrible for you. That was really something. That Friday night, I had a ring dunk that I was in, did the ring dunk, finished the interview on Sunday morning uh, with right. our GM, and then, yes, went straight back to Midland and immediately went and did more storm coverage. Yeah. It was a very red-ass weekend because I went and did an interview at KBTX and then dunked my ring right after that. So it was almost like I was born to be here. I'm not proud of this statement, but uh, Max was my first intern. Mm. Had an eyebrow piercing at the time. Uh-huh. Colored hair, yep. I think. Maybe some dyed hair. Yep. Shout uh, out to Fish Camp. He also was in, I, I teach the broadcast meteorology course at Texas A&M up there on the 12th floor of the O&M. And it's a simple class. It's a one-hour course. You learn how to basically walk, talk, and chew gum at the same time on a green screen. I have basic rules. Show up to class. Try. You don't even have to be good. Just try. Okay. And dress professionally because Ooh. I want you to make a, a reel that's did going I go, to get you a job. Did I go over on those requirements? I had never failed anybody. <laughs> he wasn't going to start with me, by the way. Spoiler alert. I was. Oh. At that time, I was co-teaching with Kaylee Carey, mm-hmm. also a former KBTX meteorologist. Yep. And she convinced me to not fail. Ah, uh, so I owe it to Kaylee. Only because Max did show up. He showed up late to every class. Yeah. Your dressing professional was a sweater vest. Mm-hmm. Sometimes and with the tie. I, you might have tried. Yeah. Should yeah. we show the clip? Yes. One of my intern days? Yes, absolutely. We should. Not too bad temperature-wise, unless not too bad means 20 degrees above normal. Outside Eastwood Airport, we have partly cloudy skies with a temperature of 71 degrees. Fish necklace. And the dew point is 69. There's the kicker. That humidity is at 93%. With a south wind at seven miles per hour. Cargo across the rest okay. of the- There's Doppler Dave. There was Big John Harris, and I needed a nickname. And I said I wanted to be Supercell Shell. And they said, no, you're going to be Shotgun Shell. And uh, I don't know that anybody named Marilla knew my name. I think they just all call me Shotgun, and that was it. Yeah, and you've got people 
even here that will sometimes still call yeah, me Yeah, when they come for uh, Aggie games or like yeah. find me on so you know it's one of my Facebook posts gets shared wide yeah. and far enough like I'll get some shotgun. This one's from Shotgun. My favorite story is that was back in college station. So I came back here in 2009 to become morning meteorologist uh, for Brad's Valley this morning. Went back to visit Amarillo. There's a place in Amarillo, one of the favorite corners of this world called Old Santa Fe. Mm-hmm. It's a very dark and dingy <laughs> bar. It's what it is. It's a dive bar. Two years removed, standing at the bar, and this gentleman looks at me and he goes, shotgun? And I was like, uh, yes, sir. And he goes, I thought that was you. I'm buying you a drink. And I was like, man, still got it. That is probably the moment yeah. where you knew that you kind of made it. Yeah, so spent some time in Amarillo. Weekend meteorologist there, lead storm chaser. And then 2009, morning show opened up. Rodney Harris, which a lot of folks remember, who's mm-hmm. now in Atlanta, at a gray station there. He left. I came in, took that job, and then I think it was like 2013, uh, took the helm of the ship and yeah, became chief chief meteorologist. Yeah. I mean, the nerves are there because you get put up on a green wall, and then the graphics are behind you, but you know that the green wall is behind you, so there's really nothing, and you don't have a teleprompter, so you're just staring at yourself, and then you're asked to just start talking. Like, that was the hardest thing to do, at least when I first started interning, was like, I don't even know where to begin. And... You or somebody else was just like, how about good morning? Happy Thursday, Brazos Valley. It is a chilly enough start to the day. Widespread temperatures in the 40s and 50s. But starting tomorrow, that fall chill that we've had the past couple of days. Sometimes you couldn't even get that out. It was just difficult to start. Well, I always tell intern students, whatever, uh, you grow up watching meteorologists on TV and you think, that's what I want to be. I want to be David Finfrock. I want to be, you know, Shell Winkley or Max Crawford or whoever. Uh, Nobody says they want to be Max Crawford. (laughs) I was, I was wondering if you're going to take that opportunity to do that. Anyway. But I always say that you can sit there and you can try to sound like what you think you're supposed to sound like on TV and you're going right. to probably do a terrible job. It's not, it, it takes time to figure out how you talk about weather. Mm-hmm. And once you can figure that out, especially in severe weather coverage, I think that's the hardest. But once you find your voice as a meteorologist, then it becomes easier. Yeah. Until then. You can, you can practice and practice and practice, and obviously that will get you better. But until you start doing it live, I think that's, that's when the real growth happens. Shell and I have, uh, you know, some different upbringings, but I think centered around uh, fear. I grew up in Lubbock, Texas for a bit. I was terrified of weather. Anytime that there was a severe thunderstorm, I would pull out our family atlas. I would put it on our table. Not that the atlas would really tell me where the tornado was, but <laughs> was me helpful. and I would watch. And I, he's still on TV today up in Lubbock, John Robinson. He was a Kiwanis member with my dad mm-hmm. as well. But it, me and John, we would track those storms together and I'd make sure that the tornado wasn't going to come suck me out of my window because knowing very little bit about the weather when I was a tiny child, that's what I thought would happen. That is exactly why I would watch the weather to make sure that it wasn't going to happen at my house. <laughs> Uh, you know, check in every morning with it was either Greg Fields or David Finfrock or Pete Delkis oh, or Troy Duncan, all those guys. Yeah, Finfrock, the Aggie. Oh, well, all right. Look at this. This is a live picture, and we do seem to have a tornado right in downtown Fort Worth right now. Uh, our camera is uh, being shaken. You can see the debris flying through the air. This is a live picture from the top of a building in downtown. I wasn't Fort checking Worth, the weather because I liked it. I was checking it to make sure that I wasn't going to have to worry about storms that day. So what changed? Like, how, um, did, how are you now here chasing storms? I think it was, I'm going to Finn Frock shout out specifically because that dude, I mean, if you watched any of his weather casts, he still does. And he's got the same cadence. It's very calming. It's a, 
oh, this guy not only knows what he's talking about, but he kind of, he puts you at ease a little bit. And I was like, that is really cool. Uh, our camera is uh, being shaken. You can see the debris flying through the air. This is a live picture from the top of a building in downtown Fort Worth. I just watched it so, so much that uh, I learned a little bit more about it. It's kind of one of those things you're afraid of what you don't know, and then learned a little bit about it. And I've always kind of had a, uh, a flair for attention and trying to be center stage and on camera and stuff like that. Weird, right? I just thought, you know what? That would be really cool if I could go to school and study that some more and then be that same guy. So people would look at me and listen to the weather. Yeah, kind of. Doesn't surprise me at all. It's self-centered a little bit, but it's still fun. We should have Finfrock on the podcast. I would love that. I bet he would do it too. Me and Finfrock, me and David Finfrock, lived in the same dorm in college. Really? Not not obviously at the same time. Uh, Crocker? McKinnis. McKinnis. No longer on campus. Mm. They, They have torn it down. Is that like where Hullabaloo Hall is, is. and stuff? Gotcha. I think there's like a brick or two in the uh, fireplace <laughs> at Hullabaloo yeah. Hall. Makes me sad, but that's okay. I'm from Venus, Texas. Mm-hmm. Most of that town, you know, if you know Venus, around Venus, most of that town is manufactured homes. We lived in one. And there was a tornado, but we didn't know it because the rain was so heavy that our dish, which is the only thing you could use with satellite TV, went out. And I told my mom, I was like, I want to go try to find the storm. And she mm-hmm. said, no, that's a really dumb idea. <laughs> and they let me out of the house. And then when we woke up the next day, at the end of our street, there were trailers that were flipped over on their side um, because of the tornado that had come on through. So something between being a kid and then just kind of trying to take in and learn as much as I could. Um, when I graduated high school, my dad wouldn't let me come to school as a general studies major. He said, yeah. I'm not going to let you just go and you got to pick something, kind of wander around to like pick something. So, uh, this is the days before YouTube, before storm chasers was on discovery channel, but I wanted to be a storm chaser. There was absolutely no money involved in that. Sure. But when you went to school, you know, you've got what's called TAM scams, which is the American meteorological society student chapter at Texas A&M. And then part of that is what's called TASC. So Texas A&M Storm Chasers. TASC was originally founded as a research group back in the 90s. Basically anyone with a passion for weather. And it's also spread out between freshmen to seniors and all the way through uh, graduate students. We do learn something on every trip and we always see get to see something really cool on every trip. Uh, so we actually got to chase storms while we were in school. And then I interned here at KBTX my junior and senior year as much as I razzed you a little bit about it, but a little different. Um, What I realized is that I realized that I really did like talking about the weather and talking to people about the weather. You you probably take issue with this. People just generalizing, calling Amarillo, Lubbock, Midland, Odessa, all that's just all West Texas. You would disagree, obviously. That's the panhandle. This is the panhandle, yes. And I would even say people in Lubbock don't call Lubbock the panhandle. Yeah. It's the Southern Plains. Yeah, the Southern Plains, yeah. I started in the Permian Basin, which is also including all the way down to the Rio Grande. So it was cool going out to Midland, Odessa, doing West Texas weather there. It started in drought, and then we had the remnants of Tropical Storm Odile, which, long story short, it just caused a lot of flooding in West Texas. So we're getting a lot of video that shows just how strong those floodwaters were and the aftermath. Which shows and a uh, big tornado outbreak, Memorial Day right before I left. And so there is just, there is a lot of, a lot of stuff that happened in a year and a half that I was there, but I've been back here since 2015. Really what we want to do is just kind of bring you in to the fold of how our day-to-day forecasting life and events have kind of shaped the way that we become meteorologists. Yeah. And if you haven't seen any of our stuff yet or really heard any of our stuff yet, we are uh, doing a a week daily um, podcast that we have on 
pretty much anywhere where you can Weekly get your podcast. That's yes. good. That's a good turn of phrase. Monday through Friday. And uh, <laughs> with these longer form versions of the Pinpoint Podcast, we're also on the YouTubes. We've uh, we've migrated into the what all the cool kids are doing. It's in the vlog days. realm where we got to make sure we're wearing uh, makeup again. I'm not wearing makeup no. today. I am. It's okay. <laughs>